7. Here, all of this is rubbed on the patient's head, while the medium recites the diam, bowie, also called Sinabran and Adabam. This name is often applied to the small houses built in the rice fields for the spirit Kaibran, but more commonly it refers to the little structures of bamboo and grass, which nestle among the banana plantings near the village plate XXII. When such a structure is built or repaired, it is accompanied by a ceremony of the same name. The usual purpose of this event is to cure sore feet, but in Padak and other valley towns it is celebrated before the rice harvest and the pressing of the sugar cane, so that the spirits will keep the workers in good health, and save them from injury. One of the most common ailments is sore or cracked feet caused, no doubt, by standing for long periods in the mud and water of the rice fields, and then tramping over the rough, hot trails to the village, the Tingin. However, know that the spirits, called Abba and Seldae bring about this affliction, unless they are kept in good humor, and have something to occupy their time other than disturbing human beings, hence these houses are built for them, suitable offerings are placed inside, and finally a few banana suckers are planted close by, so that the spirits will be kept busy caring for them. The origin of the ceremony is ascribed to a woman of ancient times, named Pakuteka, who, lacking certain organs, appears as an outcast. She at first caused passers-by to have trouble with their feet and limbs, but later taught them how to effect a cure by building the bowie and performing the ceremony. Today, when a person is afflicted, he summons a medium, the spirit house is built, and then the following diam is recited over a rooster, you abot above, you abot in the ground, you abot in the corner of the house, you abot in the center pole, you abot below the stair, you abot in the door, you sell day in the wooded hill. You sell the above, make the sick person well, if you please. When the recital is finished, the fowl is killed, and its blood mixed with rice is placed in nine dishes and one polished coconut shell. From these it is transferred to nine other dishes and one bamboo basket. These are placed in a row, and nine dishes and one unpolished shell are filled with water, and placed opposite. In the center of this double line is a dish, containing the cooked flesh of the rooster, also some rice and 100 fathoms of thread, while between the dishes are laid 10 half-beetle nuts, prepared for chewing. Later, all these things are returned to a single receptacle, except those in the shell cups and basket, which are placed in the spirit house. The underlying idea in this procedure seems to be that frequently found in other ceremonies, namely, that food and water symbolizes the life of the patient, which is partially taken away by the spirits, but when they are returned to one place, the life must be replaced in a like manner. In Minabo a piece of banana bark is taken from one of the plantings beside a buoy, and, after being washed in the water, is applied to the affected limb. The final act is to take a coconut husk, stick feathers in its sides, and hang it beside the buoy as a sign to all that the ceremony has been held. No spirits are summoned at this time, neither is there singing or dancing, but the, the ceremony is held to celebrate the completion of a new dwelling or to remove any bad sign, which may have been received during the building operations. The medium and her assistants fasten a bamboo pole or rattan cord across one portion of the room, and on it place numerous pieces of cloth skirts, blankets, belts, a fishnet, and a quantity of false hair. This serves first as an offering to the spirits, but it is also explained that, if the immortals are unable to count all the gifts, they will be powerless to injure the occupants of the dwelling. Should an evilly disposed being desire to make trouble for the owner, he must count every hair in the switches, 
as well as every hole in the fishnet. Failing in this, he will be compelled by the other spirits to celebrate the bucket ceremony five times at his own expense. Beneath the line of offerings, a bound pig is laid, and, as she strokes the side of the animal, with oiled fingers, the medium repeats a diam in which she tells of misfortunes of a family, which failed to observe the signs sent by Cabonian, and of his instructions as to how best to overcome their troubles. The family listens respectfully until the story is finished. Then they lift a door from its socket, place it in the middle of the floor, and proceed to sacrifice the pig upon it. Some of the blood is immediately sprinkled on the house timbers, particularly those which may have given the builders trouble, either in transportation, or during the erection of the structure. The greater part of the blood is mixed with rice, and is dropped through the slits in the floor, or scattered about for the spirits, while for an hour or more a portion of the meat, the heart, and the head, are placed below the offerings on the cord or on the house beams. Later, these portions will be cooked and served to the guests. Immediately after the killing, the liver is removed, and is examined for a sign. Should the omens be unfavorable, another animal will be killed, or the family will celebrate Sam within a few days. If the signs are satisfactory, the host begins to distribute basi, and soon good fellowship reigns. One after another of the guests sings the dolling, in which they bespeak for the owner a long and prosperous life in his new home. The bucket always ends with a feast in which the flesh of slaughtered animals plays the important part. Upon its completion, the medium is given a portion of the meat, some threshed rice, and other small gifts. As payment for her services, the guests return to their homes, and for two or three days following are barred from entering the new dwelling. During this period the family must remain indoors. Samhaseng. Samhaseng is often so similar to the butted, that one description might cover both. This is particularly true. If it is held to remove a bad sign, should a large lizard or a bird enter a new building, it is considered as a messenger of Cabonian, and the foregoing ceremony is carried out, the only variation being that the bird or lizard is caught, if possible, is anointed with oil, a bead is attached to a leg, and it is then released to go back to its master. Continued misfortunes to the members of a household would also be an excuse for the ceremony. In this instance, the only variation from the procedure just given would be in the diams. The first to be recited tells how the spirit Maganawan sent many snakes and birds to the gate of a town to demand the blood of a rooster mixed with rice. The people celebrated Samhasem, and sent blood and rice to Maganawan, who, in turn, spat it out on the ground. As he did so, the sickness and misfortunes of the mortals vanished. The second diam relates a quarrel between the various parts of the house each insisting on its own importance. At last they recognize their mutual dependence, and the people of the dwelling are again in good health, in Lumabra and nearby villages, and pleasant dreams, or a bad disposition are overcome by a ceremony called Zenhausen, but, as this varies somewhat from the others, it is given in detail. The medium, who is summoned for this event, calls for oil and a rooster with long spurs. When these are brought, she strokes the fowl with the oil and chants the following diam. There is a very old woman in the sea, and she says to her spirits, who ordate this spirit which kills people, Malinangan a spirit which causes bad dreams, and Benice also a spirit which throws things and is unpleasant. Go beyond the sea and spread your sickness. The spirits are going. They arrive and begin their work, and if the people do not make Samhasem, many will die. Now it is morning, 
and the spirits are going to the river to see what the people have offered to the old woman, who is in Awain. If they do not find anything, they will say, All the people in this town shall die, and then they will go on to another place. Inawain, who is waiting, sends kindness servant to search for the spirits, who are killing people, to tell them to return. Date leaves the first town, he goes to another, and the dogs bark so that the people cannot sleep. A man opens the door, to learn the cause of the barking, and he sees a man, fat and tall, with nine heads, and he carries many kinds of cakes. The man says, now take these cakes, and if you do not make sen for my mistress, at the river, you shall die. You must find a rooster with long tail and spurs, you must mix its blood with rice, and put it in the river at dawn when no one can see you. The man makes sen the next night, and puts the blood, mixed with rice, in a well dug by the river, so that the spirits may take it to their mistress. Kaiden also arrives and says, you must come with me now, for she awaits you who are bearing this offering. They go and arrive, their mistress eats and says, I did not think that the blood of people tasted so badly. Now I shall not send you again, for you have already killed many people. When this chant is completed, the chicken is killed, as directed in the song, and at night the blood and rice are offered beside the stream. The chicken is eaten by the family, and its feathers are tied to a string, stretched across the room. Leaves are attached to the house ladder as a warning that all visitors are barred, and for three days the family remains quietly indoors. Sagobri. This is one of the most widespread of the ceremonies, for it not only covers the entire Tingian belt, but extends into the Igra villages of the Uka River region and Iloko Sur, as well as into the Kalinga villages of the Malakbot Valley. Its occurrence in connection with the rice culture is fully described elsewhere cf. Page 400 so that at this place only its second function, that of keeping illness from the town, is described. When an epidemic appears in a nearby settlement, the Lakhi summons the old men in council, and they decide on the number of pigs, and the amount of rice, basi, and other articles required, after which the necessary funds are secured by levying a tax on all the people of the village, to keep the evil spirits, who bear the sickness, out of the town. A cord of bamboo or rattan is stretched around the whole settlement, while at the gate a high fence is erected. Through the uprights of this fence are stuck bamboo spikes with the sharpened ends facing outward, so as to catch or pierce the intruder's plate XXVII, while in the silaco and along the gateway are placed leaves, roots, and other offerings acceptable to the friendly spirits. Similar cords and leaves are also strung around the entrances to the houses. The cord and gateway form an adequate protection and no human being or spirit will violate this taboo, should a human do so. The least penalty would be a tax sufficient to pay all the expense of the ceremony, but should the sickness afterwards invade the town, it is quite possible that more serious punishment might be exacted by the families of the victims. When all is prepared, the men and boys arm themselves, and with shouts and hostile demonstrations drive the sickness toward the town whence it is thought to come, returning to the center of the village. The people dance to Dick and the mediums may summon several spirits. Next, the pigs are killed, and their livers are examined for a sign. Should the omens be unfavorable, one or more fowls will be sacrificed, until it seems certain that the help of the spirits is assured, after which the flesh is cooked and eaten. Then a small covered raft bon is constructed, and a portion of the food is placed inside. Late in the afternoon, this is carried through the village, 
while one or more drummers peep up and in to frighten evil spirits away. Just as the sun is sinking, the raft is carried to the river, and is set afloat, in order that any interested spirits, who may have been prevented from attending the ceremony, may still receive their share of the offering. In Likuan a different explanation is offered for the Tolway bomb. Here they say that the offerings are placed on the raft, so as to induce any hostile spirits who may be near to enter, and then they are carried out and away from the town. The blood of the slaughtered animals has been saved, and upon their return from the river the people dip leaves into it, and attach these near to the doors of their dwellings, for at least one day following, no work is done, and all visitors are barred. During this time the people only converse in low tones, and take special precautions against even animals making a noise. The beaks of roosters are tied, or they are placed in small baskets, so that they cannot stand up to crow. In Lakuba new house or protection is placed above the guardian's tomes, and offerings are made to them at the time of the sagobi, while in Likuan the participants wear neck and ankle bands of bamboo as a further protection from the sickness. Ngranwar, Lumabra and the Tangian villages of Ilocos sewer hold this ceremony. Whenever a person is seriously ill with stomach trouble, as the rite does not extend far into the Tangian belt, but is found in the Igaro villages farther south, it seems likely that it is an importation from that region. The members of the family gather in the afternoon, and kill a small pig by cutting off its head. A part of the blood is saved, and the balance is sprinkled against the house posts and ladder. The pig itself is hung from one round of the ladder, so that its blood will drip to the ground. The medium has been standing quietly to one side watching, but now she calls upon the spirits, you calling one or more by name, come out, be vomited up, for now you are being federal. She allows them a few minutes for their repast, then cuts open the carcass and removes the liver. A bit is cut from the top, then she splits open the animal's skull, and removes a little of the brain. This she places on a banana leaf, and, after adding a small piece of gold, wraps it up and buries it beside the center post of the dwelling. The animal is now cooked and served to the guests, but liberal portions are placed on the house rafters and other places convenient for the spirits. Next morning a piece is cut from a dog's ear, is smeared with blood, and is placed in a small split bamboo, together with two stalks of rice. A cloud is tied to a spear, and all are rubbed on the body of the patient, while the medium explains that this is the beetle nut of the spirits, and that, when she takes it from the village, they will go also, and the recovery be assured. The family follows her to the gate of the town, and watches closely, as she thrusts the spear and pole into the ground, for if they are firmly set in the ground, yet lean away from the village, it is certain that the spirits have departed, and the sick will recover. Following the ceremony, members of the family may not work for five days, neither may they lead a horse or carabao, or eat of wild meat. Should they do any of the things forbidden, they will be struck by lightning. Sap of the oath. If a theft has been committed, and it has been impossible to detect the guilty person, the following procedure takes place. A rice mortar is placed in the yard, and on it a dish of basi. All the people are summoned to gather, and one by one they drink of the liquor, meanwhile calling on the snakes to bite them, the lightning to strike them, or their abdomens to swell up and burst if they are guilty. Soon the people will know the culprit for one of these disasters will befall him. When that occurs, his family will be compelled to make good the theft, as well as the expense of this gathering. 
section to the great ceremonies in addition to the ceremonies and rites which may be celebrated by all the people there are a number of more elaborate observances, which can only be given by those who have the hereditary right, or who have gained the privilege by a certain definite procedure. In general these ceremonies are restricted to the villages in or close to the valley of the Abra, the lower reaches of the Tyne, Malanas, and Sinalong rivers, as one proceeds up the tributary streams into such settlements as Baa. Likuan, and Likub, it is noticeable that the typical spirit houses become fewer in number, while the participants in the accompanying ceremonies are limited to recent emigrants from the lower valleys. The same thing is found to be true on the western side of the coast range of mountains, as one goes north or south from the Abra River, although there is evidence here that some of the settlements formerly had these rights, but have allowed them to fall into disuse, as a result of Ilocano influence. This distribution of the great ceremonies seems to give a hint that they are intrusive, that they probably were at one time restricted to the families of emigrants and even today are barred from a part of the people. They have not yet extended far into the interior, despite the fact that in the lower valleys they almost completely dominate the life of the people during a portion of the year. In all the valley towns one sees little houses and platforms, apparently of no practical value, yet occupying important places while in the period following the rice harvest elaborate festivals are carried on about them. Soon it develops that each of these structures has a definite name, is associated with a particular ceremony, and is built and kept in repair in honor of certain powerful spirits. The culmination of these rites is the great sighing ceremony which extends over 17 days and nights. When this is held, it includes all the minor events of this class, and the smaller spirit structures are then built or repaired. This supreme event can only be celebrated by a few families, but all the town people are welcome guests, and all, regardless of age and sex, may witness or take part in the proceedings, since all the great events occur after the harvest, a time of leisure and plenty, they become the great social events of the year. A person who does not have the hereditary right to the ceremonies may gain the liberty if he be warned in a dream or be notified by the spirits that it is their wish. Since all the expenses of such a gathering fall on the giver, it is imperative that he be well to do. Such a one gives the ceremonies, in order, during a term of years, and eventually obtains the right to the sighing, the greatest social and religious event in Tengian life. Adoption entitles an individual to all the privileges of the family, and as the writer and his wife were adopted into a family possessing the right to all the ceremonies, they became at once participants in all the events which are here described. In this way it was possible to obtain information and instruction on many points which observation alone could scarcely afford. The Polyon ceremony is the first round on the social and religious ladder. It is here given in some detail, and is then followed by others. In the order of their importance, Polyon. The Polyon is held when some member of the family is ill, or when the structure of that name needs repair. Many spirits visit the people during this rite, but the one chiefly interested is Idadea the spirit of the east. He and his ten grandchildren wear in their hair the notched tail feathers of a rooster, which are known as Igum. From time to time these lose their luster, and they can only be refreshed by having some mortal celebrate Polyon. When it appears that these ornaments need attention, the Idadea will notify some family, either through a medium or by sending illness to them. A family having received such a notification summons a medium and she at once begins to gather Saklagjistishishandarasa L and Sakaglai Godiumasti, near Scandons and a grass known as Bildis, 
while the men secure the bamboo and other materials used in building the spirit structure. One corner of the living room is screened off with a large white blanket called tabbing, and behind it the medium places and threshed rice and jars which she has decked with vines and leaves. While she is thus engaged, the men are busy building the pala on plate XXIV. This consists of four long poles three of bamboo and one of a resinous tree, ending, set in a square and supporting, near the top, a platform of bamboo. A number of women have been invited to assist the family, and they now proceed to beat out sufficient rice to serve the guests. When the pounding is finished, a rice mortar is set out in the open, and a little rice is placed in it. The women, armed with long vessels, gather around and, keeping time to the music of copper gongs, they circle the mortar contraclockwise, striking its edge three times in regular beats of one, two, three. On the next beat the leader strikes the bottom of her pestle against that of her neighbor, on the first and second beats, but on the third she pounds the rice in the mortar, this is repeated by the woman on her right and so on around the circle, then the leader strikes the top of her pestle against the top of the one held by the woman next her on two beats and on the third pounds rice, and this is repeated by all, the music now becomes much faster, and, keeping time with it, the leader strikes first into the rice. Then whirls clear around and strikes the pestle of the woman on her left, again she turns and strikes that of the woman on her right. Each follows her in turn, and soon all are in motion about the mortar, alternately pounding the rice and clashing pestles. This is known as pitong, and is the method prescribed by the great spirit Kabonian for the breaking of a part of the rice to be used in this and other ceremonies plate XXXI. As soon as the pounding is finished, the medium places some of the newly broken rice in a bamboo dish, and places this on a rice winnower. She also adds a skirt, five pieces of betel nut, two piper leaves, and a little dish of oil, and carries the collection below the pollen. Where a bound pig lies, the betel nut and leaf are placed on the animal. Then the medium deities her fingers in the oil, and strokes its side while she recites the following diam, the spirit who lives in Dedeo lies in bed, he looks at his igam and they are dull. He looks again. Why are my idam dull? Ayla, let us go to Sudapan, where the Tengian live, and let us take our idam, so that someone may make them bright again. After that they laid them the idam on the house of the Ipobau, and they are all sick who live in that house. Kabonian looked down on them. Ayla, I shall go down to the Ipobau. He truly went down to them. What is the matter with you? We are all sick who live in the same place, said those sick ones. That is true, and the cause of your sickness is that they the spirits laid down their igam on you. It is best that you make pollen, since you have received their igam, for that is the cause of your illness. After that they made pollen, and they recovered from their sickness, those who lived in the same place. Here the medium calls the spirits of today by name and then continues, Now those who live in the same place make bright again those igam which you left in their house. Make them well again, if you please. As soon as she finishes her recital, the pig is stabbed in the throat, its blood is collected, and is mixed with cooked rice. The carcass is singed at once. Five men then carry it to the top of the pollen, where it is cut up. The suet and the hind legs are handed to the medium, who places them behind the screen in the room, and the family may then rest assured that the spirits thus remembered will free them from headache and sore eyes. After the flesh has been cut into small pieces, most of it is carried into the dwelling to be cooked for the guests, but a portion is placed in a bamboo tube, and is cooked beneath the pollen. When it is ready to serve, 
The five men again go to the top of the structure and eat it, together with cooked rice. Then they take the bamboo cooking tube, tie some of the sacred vines from behind the curtain about it, and fasten it to one pole of the polygon. The men in the house are free to eat, and when they are finished, the women dine. In the cool of the afternoon, the people begin to assemble in the yard, where they are soon joined by the medium carrying a spear in one hand, a rooster in the other, and with a rice winnower atop her head, she places the latter on a rice mortar close to the polygon, and in covering it reveals a small head axe, notched chicken feathers, her shells, five pieces of betel nut and two leaves, a jar cover, a dish of oil, and a coconut shell filled with rice and blood, at the command of the medium. Four or five men begin to play on copper gongs, while the wife of the host comes forward and receives the spear and rooster in one hand. The medium takes the head axe, and then the two women take hold of the winnower with their free hands, keeping time to the music. They lift it from the mortar, take one step, then stop, strike the spear and head axe together, then step and stop again. At each halt the medium takes a little of the rice and blood from the winnower and sprinkles it on the ground for the spirits to eat. When they have made half the circuit of the mortar, they change places and retrace their steps, for, as they take the gifts partly away and then replace them, in the same manner the spirits will return that part of the patient's life which they had removed, and he will become well and strong again. The blood and rice which remain after this dance is placed on nine pieces of banana bark. Five of these are carried to the polygon, one to the east and one to the west gate of the town, one is put on the polygon. A miniature seat erected nearby for the convenience of visiting spirits, and one in a little spirit house known as Tangpapsiath.p.311. For an hour or more, the medium makes to walk, and summons many spirits into her body. When the last of superior beings has made his call, the medium goes to her home, carrying her payment for the day's work. But the townspeople remain to drink basi and to sing and until well into the night. Early the next morning, the medium goes to the house, and removing the jars and the bundle of decorated rice from the tabbing, carries them to the family's rice granary, and places them in the center of that structure, covering them with six bundles of rice. This is an offering to the spirit residing there, and for the next five days the granary must not be opened. Nothing more of importance takes place during the morning, but late in the afternoon the people assemble in the dwelling to drink basi, while one or more mediums summon the spirits. After a time a sterile female pig is brought in and placed in the center of the room. Two men armed with long knives slice the animal open along the length of its stomach. An old man quickly slips in his hand, draws out the still palpitating heart, and hands it to a medium, who in turn strokes the stomachs of members of the family, thus protecting them from intestinal troubles. She also touches the guests and the articles which have been used during the day. For this second day this medium receives, as day the head and two legs of the pig, a hundred fathoms of thread, a dish of broken rice, and five bundles of a threshed rice. She also is given a small present in exchange for each feed she received when the spirits entered her body. Following the ceremony, the members of the family are barred from work, usually for one moon, and during this period they may not eat of wild pig or carabao, of lobsters or eels. An infraction of this rule would incur the wrath of the spirits and result in sickness and disaster. Tangpap. In many of the valley towns Tangpap is only a part of Siang CF.P.345, and is never given alone. But in Minabo, Laganilang, 
and nearby settlements it is recognized as one of the ceremonies which must be celebrated before a family acquires the right to sign. In these villages it follows Palawan after a lapse of two or three years. It was during the progress of this ceremony in the village of Minabo, in 1908, that the writer and his wife were made members of the tribe, and since the mediums were particularly anxious that we know all the details, the information in this instance is unusually complete. It is here given in full, as an excellent example of how all are conducted. A Minabo woman, the wife of Sagasag, was seized with an illness which deprived her of the use of her limbs, and when other means of relief failed, was told by the spirits to give the Tangpap ceremony, to which she already had a hereditary right. A medium was summoned, and she, with two assistants, began to prepare many presents for the spirits who were expected to attend the ceremony. From previous experience it was known the sort of gift each would appreciate, and by the end of the second day the following things were in readiness. For the spirits Bakon and Olak, a rice winnower was loaded with a shield, a clay dish, a coconut shell filled with basi, a string of beads, a small basket, two bundles of rice, and leaves of the Atilwag Brainia Acuminata. Later the half of a slain pig was also added. Cords were attached at each corner of the living room, and beneath the points where they crossed was a mat on which the mediums were to sit when summoning the spirits. On the cords were leaves, grasses, and vines the whole forming a decoration pleasing to the superior beings, Ianayan and Ianguan, for gopas they provided two small baskets of rice, a shell called gossiping, and a rattan-like vine, tonobong, beetle nuts and piper leaf. Butchuan received a basket of rice, some white thread, sections of posal a variety of bamboo, a tilwag leaves, and some beads, for bognan, a jar was partly filled with tonobong, and for gilin, a jar of basi. Cooked rice was molded into the form of an alligator, and was spotted with red, beetle saliva. This, when placed on a basket of rice, was intended for Bolandan. Soyan was provided with a basket which contained the medium's shells and a cloth, while Ibaka received a jar cover filled with salt. Dandaila had to be content with a stem of young beetle nuts, and Pakoki with two fish baskets filled with pounded rice. Also a spear, a large white blanket was folded into a neat square and on it was laid a lead sinker for the use of Mamonglo. As a rule, three spirits named Mabayan attended this ceremony. For the first, a bamboo frame was constructed, and on it was placed a female pig, run or reed, and prepared beetle nut. For the second, a shield, fishnet, rice and a rice winnower, and a bit of string, while for the third, a rice winnower was set with eight coconut shells, a small dish, and a gourd dip.